Rush into Old Navy today for this can't-miss one-day deal. 50% off all Old Navy active for the family. Get the workout wear you need at a huge 50% off one day only today. Hurry in or miss out at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1020, select styles only, excludes in-store clearance. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily podcast on the San Antonio Spurs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Spurs is a daily podcast covering the San Antonio Spurs. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Audio Boom, and many more. Locked On Spurs will be there waiting for all Spurs fans, whether it be on your daily commute, lunch hour, or whenever you have time, Locked On Spurs will bring you the latest on the silver and black. Now, let's talk some Spurs. Hey there, you're pressing play at the right place and at the right time. This is Locked On Spurs blasting out of the Locked On Podcast Network and slamming it down like Kawhi Leonard on the fast break. Covering the most copied, celebrated, and classiest team in the NBA, the San Antonio Spurs. My name is Jeff Garcia, your head coach for today's show of Topics of Spurs Conversation. And I'm glad to be back with you. And like I said a little while ago, thank you for pressing play and... and a little PSA for those that are pressing play right now. Never, ever, ever take highly potent sleeping pills or some sort of concoction like a NyQuil or something you'll find hidden in amongst the uh, super potent medication at a GNC. Because let me tell you something. I have been walking in a haze the whole day. Took it late last night. Didn't really get to burn it off. Was at work and just was in a fog all day. And it gave me an upset stomach. But needless to say, uh, there is no excuse for me to not go to bed ASAP the moment the show is over. Because I'm still feeling the effects of it. So a little heads up from me to you right here on Locked on Spurs. So you can get more than just Spurs information. You can get medical advice. Though I'm not a doctor. So don't run with this. But yeah. Haze, haze all day. That's pretty much been me. But, hey, I kind of snapped out of it. And today we're going to continue on with our position preview right here on the Locked On NBA Network. As you know, as I've been mentioning, the Locked On uh, NBA Podcast Network is doing uh, their position-by-position analysis each day. And it started this past Monday. Go back. Check out what I have to say about the point guard situation, the shooting guard situation. Today, we're talking about the small forwards. But before we do that, we're going to address a little uh, fan email that we got yesterday night. So, And it pertains to the shooting guards that we spoke about. So this is from GG. says, yo... If postseason was any indication of Danny Green's lost and found finesse, then yes, that totes confidence that he will be the Danny Green true Green fans never give up up on. So, 
hey, we're I'm right there with you. I hope that he is uh, becoming the Danny Green uh, that we know that he can shoot the ball and be that confident player on the wing. We know he can bring it on defense. So let's hope he can bring it on offense next season, which is about to start in a few days. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Uh, Double G went on to talk about Jonathan Simmons. Asked, the breakout should have happened already. Where are you at, Simmons? Well, uh, GG. Let's just put it this way. He was just a rookie last year. Give him a, some chance. Give him a sophomore season. Let him grow a little bit more. Yeah, you know, he's coming from the D League. Not the same competition that is in the NBA. So give the kid a chance. As far as Ginobili is concerned, apparently GG lives in a state of constant fear that it can always happen. I don't know what it means. And anytime be the last. Oh, it being the final season. Well, Hate to break it to you. More than likely, it is. Can't wait for your next show. Always and forever a fan. Signed, a fan of the Spurs. So, thank you for that email, GG. And for those that want to interact with me and be part of the show, email me at jeffgarcia74 at gmail.com. Let's talk some Spurs, as the intro says. But continuing on with the position preview we've been doing the whole week. We're going to move on to the small forwards, and that means Kawhi Leonard. Leonard for three. Think about how improved he's. Leonard wide open, nobody near him. Adams ran out of it way too late. And Kawhi Leonard with an easy three-pointer, his second of the first. Giving some credit to Robertson as Leonard knocks down another, and Leonard eight points already. That's right, Kawhi Leonard, as well as Kyle Anderson, Davis Bertans, and Patricio Garino. We'll talk about those three later on the show, but right now it's Kawhi time. No more Tim Duncan. He is now the face of the franchise. He is the one that is going to help lead them to title number six. He can't do it alone. He'll have LaMarcus Aldridge on his side. More on him in another show. But right now it's about Kawhi Leonard. Where, I mean, where is this guy going to stop reaching his peak? Seriously, he's just, what, five years in the NBA and is already an NBA champion, already an all-star, already a finals MVP? I mean, the sky is the limit for Kawhi. Last season, he averaged 21 points per game. He grabbed 6.8 rebounds. He handed out 2.6 assists. He had one block. 1.8 steals, pretty good. Shot 87% from the free throw line. Shot 44% from the three-point line. That's just amazing. And shot 50% from the field. He did this in 72 games at 33 minutes per game. So, there is no decline in sight in this guy. He's going to be averaging about the same 33-35 minutes per game next season. Pop can't burn him out. They're going to need him for the long haul, especially against the likes of a Warriors team or a Cavs team that they might face in the NBA Finals. So, But the question is, will there be a dip in Kawhi's production? And will this reflect maybe a sort of decline? No. I'm going to say right off the bat, if you see any dip in numbers next year, it's not because he's not playing to his full potential. It's because Pal Gasol is now in the mix. Pal Gasol is going to demand the ball. Pal Gasol is going to need his touches too. Last season, Tim Duncan was pretty ineffective offensively. So Kawhi, along with LaMarcus Aldridge, had to shoulder the load. But now with Powell in the mix, 
that's three players that need the ball. So is there going to be a slight dip in numbers? Yeah, there probably will be because they're going to need to get Pau Gasol involved. So that becomes a question. What are those uh, touches uh, come away from? Right off the bat, you're going to say Tony Parker. Yes, we know that. Tony Parker is going to have to start dishing out more instead of scoring more. But there are going to be situations where Kawhi is going to have to pass up shots for maybe an easier shot or a wide-open Pau Gasol or LaMarcus Aldridge. Basically, Pau Gasol is the difference maker here. He's going to, at least offensively. Defensively, Kawhi is still going to be the two-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year that we know he can be. He's one of the most feared perimeter defenders. But offensively, expect some sort of dip. Not because he's not bringing it. Not because, uh, oh, you know, he he reached his peak and now it's all downhill from from now. No. They brought in a very potent offensive player, Pau Gasol. So, and then you're throwing the fact, too, that Patty Mills might see a spike in play, too. So who knows if some of the touches are going to be away from Kawhi and to Patty Mills, too. I'm not saying they're going to drop off considerably. Pau's good. I mean... Kawhi is going to get his touches. He's going to get more than enough time to create and get his buckets and fill the stat sheet. But if there's any indication that you might see a little bit of a dip, it's simply because the makeup of the team is going to be different next season. New players, young kids, uh, they're going to have to try to mix it in. So Kawhi Leonard should still be Kawhi Leonard. There's no doubt about that. He's going to put up phenomenal games. He's going to be consistent. He's going to be bringing it. So keep that in mind should next season come. And halfway through the season, we're like, what? He's only averaging about 18 points per game? Calm down. Let's just be realistic here. There's a whole new ball game heading into the new season. Kawhi Leonard probably going to be an all-star again. Uh, so now is Kawhi's time to shine. It's now his team. Five years entering the sixth season. It's, it's time for him to step up, be the face of the team. I mean, let's just face it, last season he pretty much was, but now it's really going to be thrusted upon him next season with no Tim Duncan to pretty much cover his butt in the paint if he makes a defensive error. At least he knew Tim Duncan was there to block a shot or at least alter a shot. So Kawhi Leonard, expect uh, some big things from you next season, and um, not necessarily number-wise, but maybe even vocally. If anywhere in his game needs to improve, it's his leadership. That's the next step he has to take. Is he going to shoot 44% from the three-point line again? I, I I don't know. That's a very high mark. That's pretty good. That's going to drop. But, I mean, yeah, you, you know, what areas of the game you can look at? It has to be leadership. His leadership has to step up. He needs to be vocal. He needs to be in the huddle. I'm not saying he needs to be a screamer or a yeller or call players out. No. Maybe get into some guy's ears from time to time. Hey, you know, you missed me uh, a pass. That would have been an easier shot if you just, you know, scaled it back a bit or, you know, involve the players more. They're going to send double teams more to Kawhi Leonard next season because uh, he is the face. He is now the man. So he has to trust his teammates. He starts doing that, steps up his leadership skills. Uh, The sky's the limit for Leonard. All right, up next in the small four positions heading into training camp, it's a guy that everybody expects to have a breakout season, and that's Kyle Anderson. It is now his third season with the Spurs. Last season, he averaged 4.5 points. He averaged one steal, 
two assists, three rebounds. He shot 74% from the free throw line. He shot 32% from the three-point line, shot 46% from the field. He did this in 78 games and about 16 minutes per game. The Spurs no longer have Boris Diaw. So who's going to be that Swiss Army Knife player that can do a little bit of everything? Boris Diaw did that. He rebounded. He hit three-pointers. He can score from the paint. He can pass out of the post. He can pass out of the paint. He can set good picks. Kyle Anderson is pretty much exactly that, but younger and more athletic. He shined in the Summer League once again, but that's just Summer League competition. That's not the real deal. There's no excuse for him to not shine in the Summer League, especially playing against, you know, watered-down competition. But with Boris gone... The Spurs are going to need some sort of offensive and punch off the bench aside from Mills and Manu Ginobili, and that's Kyle Anderson. He is that in, he might be the X factor heading into next season. If he can bring something next year, increase his numbers. Look, he averaged what close to five points last season. Is it a stretch to say he can double that? No, I don't think so. Pump in an extra five points if he gets more time on the court. Last season, he averaged 16 minutes per game. That needs to go up to about 20. That needs to get up about 20, maybe a little bit more. But it's time for him to earn his paycheck. He can no longer say that he is a a sophomore in the league. He can no longer say that he is a freshman in the league. It's his time now. So that bench is going to be key. And I think aside from the obvious like Manu and Mills, it needs to be deep. This bench needs to be a lot deeper offensively and defensively and that's where Cal Anderson comes in I think Pop is going to rely on him a little bit more you're going to see a high dosage of Kyle Anderson next season so I expect big things from Kyle Anderson heading into the new season if not then yikes you know what is going to happen to him or he would be in the Pop doghouse or it might be trade bait who knows hopefully not hopefully the young guy from California can do his thing next year and and prove why the Spurs selected him in the first round 30th overall in the 2014 pick so time to live up to that hype hey Kyle you said before you were drafted by the Spurs you wanted to play for San Antonio you're going to get a big chance to do that and showcase what you can do next season alright up next is the new kids on the block and let's start off with Patricio Garino let's face it He's a great guy. He's young. He's athletic. He can sh- he can bang in the middle. He can score. He's kind of that ugly player, not physically, but you know that type of player can do all things and get his hands dirty. But when he's playing behind Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Anderson, it's going to be really tough for him to make the roster, at least at that position. Should the Spurs want insurance at the small forward position? So with that, you know, add the fact that he's going to be battling other rookies on the team. Like Olivio John Charles, like uh, Nicholas Laprovitola, uh, like all these guys that are vying for that final spot. He might see time in Austin with the Austin Spurs. Not going to be shocking if that happens. It, again, you're behind Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Anderson. That's, you know, you've got to really, really show that you belong and their level in training camp. And I think Patricia can do it. I think he's just not ready yet. He's not a traditional rookie. He played four years in college. He uh, played with Team Argentina. He's played with pros, played in the Olympics this past summer. 
So he might he might be a wild card, but as far as making that final roster, but I really believe that he will be in Austin, honing his skills, learning the system, uh, learning the Spurs system, uh, in a, an environment where he can play more minutes on the court. He's gonna get call ups. He's gonna go back down to Austin. It's gonna be a, an up and down, literally up and down I thirty five next season for Patricio Garino. All right, moving on. I, you know, I should just full disclosure right now. This. Locked on Spurs may just turn into locked on Bertans as we're about to talk about the young Latvian sharp shooter. There's no secret I like this kid. I'm not saying he's going to be 20 points per game. I'm not saying he's going to be an all-star. There's something about Bertans that I like, and it goes beyond numbers. We know he can shoot the three. We know that he's athletic. We know that he's young. This kid is confident, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. He is not a traditional rookie. He is a young guy, yes, early 20s, but he's been playing in a man's league since he was practically a teenager. He is the prototypical stretch four. He can knock it down from three. He can put it on the floor. He can pass with the best of them. He can finish at the rim on the fast break with authority. He's clutch. He's not afraid to take the last shot to win the game. Don't believe me? Go on YouTube. Just type in Davis Bertans highlights and your mouth is about to drop. Now, can that translate into the NBA? Hopefully. Will he succumb to Pop's rookie treatment? Possibly. Will he be in Austin? Yes. But if there's one player of the young guys that are here in the training camp that might stand out the most is, in my opinion, Bertans and La Provitola. We talked about him in the last show, but we're talking about the small fours today. I think Bertans has a very solid shot to prove something in this level. Albeit he did not play a lot in the Vegas Summer League this past summer, he did uh, show off that long-distance touch. He did show that you know, no fear to drive into the lane and finish I like it. It wasn't recently, too, that he spoke with a Latvian media outlet and said that he expects to get about 15 minutes per game towards the end of the year. That's confidence, especially as a rookie coming into the Spurs and to get 15 minutes per off the bench. Hey, I hope he proves that he is uh, worth that extra time on the court because, my goodness, if he can pan out, then I think everybody in San Antonio might be wearing a Bertans jersey very soon. I like the kid. There's, I've made no secret about it. I hope he makes the squad. I'm rooting for him. I'm pulling for him. And I think he can do it with that confidence, that outside shot that NBA teams love to have. Now put him in a stretch four position where he'll allow Kawhi Leonard to operate, LaMarcus Aldridge to operate, Parker, Mills, Danny Green, to get their shot. He's just like this wild card. If he can get that three-point shot going and knocking down, that's going to cause a lot of headaches for opposing teams' defense. Not to mention that he can play offense as well. I mean, this is just great. Now, yeah, the knock on him is his defense. He's not the best defender, but he has improved. But if the Spurs are looking to keep up with the times and that have reliable three-point shooters on the squad. You can't look no further than Davis Bertans. All right, so that is uh, the uh, small forward position heading into 
the training camp and the new season. Again, Kawhi Leonard, we're expecting him to still be Kawhi Leonard, hopefully just adding a little bit more vocal leadership now with Tim Duncan gone. And a, maybe a slight dip in production, not because he hit a wall, but simply because there's new players on the team, like Pau Gasol, that need touches. Kyle Anderson, we talked about him. He's going to have to have a breakout season. He might be that X factor for the Spurs off the bench into next season. Garino, good kid. He's going to shine, but more than likely he's going to be in Austin. And Bertans, hopefully he does make the squad, shows off that range, and be that stretch forward the Spurs desperately need. Now with Matt Bonner no longer wearing silver and black. But if you have any issues, what I had to say, or thoughts about this uh, quartet of small forwards heading into training camp email me at jeffgarcia74 at gmail.com and uh, let's talk let's talk to small forwards or spurs as the new season is almost here i think what six seven more days before training camp opens wow it's it's ready here can't wait for some spurs basketball i'm gonna put a lock on this episode of locked on spurs (laughs) 